Hello, friends. Welcome to the Spots of Time podcast with me, your host, Kim Scott. Thank you for joining in for just a little inspiration to empower hope and healing for yourself and for others. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Recently, I was reminded about the detriment of busyness. I think I'm addicted to being busy. But with our recent move in my new season of life, I have been given a gift to live a life of balance, a life of calm and peace. It's a gift I'm doing my very best to embrace and make the most of. So what better way than to dive a bit deeper and share with you my journey as a reflection for this podcast, Spots of Time. You know, Spots of Time is about taking time out, slowing down, and experiencing stillness as a sort of refuge from the chaos of life. I learned about the concept of spots of time from a poem William Wordsworth wrote. And when I heard this several years ago, I knew I wanted my podcast to be called Spots of Time. And here we are. (laughs) Well, I'm calling this week's episode, You Are Here. And I would love to know what comes to your mind when you hear those words, you are here. Well, I tell you, the title for this episode was inspired by the many directories in malls and large venues that I have found myself standing in front of over the last few months. Recently, my family and I relocated from California to Nevada. So as we visited new places, new shopping centers, not knowing where anything was, I would always approach the directory. And each time I would see those words, you are here. And on the maps, those words along with the little stick figure or the dot were demonstrating where I was in comparison to where I wanted to be. And on most occasions when I found where I wanted or needed to be, I made a beeline to that place of desired destination. I would rarely observe the stores I was passing as I was on my way to that final destination. And as I think about this, this is such a metaphor for my life. The velocity of my life has been fast-paced, rushing through each day with my to-do list, checking things off and getting things done and moving on to the next thing. How about you? Is that how you move through life? 
I've always prided myself on productivity. The more I accomplish, the more accomplished I feel. Now, my Enneagram number would tell you that my motivation for my busy life is to feel whole. I accomplish things to get that positive feedback that I am good, I am worthy, I am successful. Now, the Enneagram, for those who have never heard of it, is a personality system that helps you learn why you do the things you do. I'm planning to dedicate an episode on the Enneagram in the future. That would be a lot of fun. But the point I'm trying to make is that as I am moving through life at high velocity, in other words, just mowing through life, always on the run, what happens is we miss the present, the in the moment of you are here. And if I'm being honest with myself, much of my adult life has been lived this way. I remember when I was dating my husband, Gary, some 30 plus years ago, as I would be rushing us from one place to another or one activity to another, I noticed he didn't move as quickly as I did. It kind of annoyed me, (laughs) but he would just simply take my hand, causing me to stop in my tracks And would say something like, look at the stars, or look at the flowers, or look at this interesting architecture, whatever beauty that was in front of us. And I remember that my reaction then, and and still today, because it still happens today, was kind of like, dude, who has the time? But as I reflect on this, I think about all I have missed because it's not in my nature to stand still and take in the moment. Life moves at a staggering pace and we lose our ability to wait, to be still to look up, look out, look around, to enjoy the moment. I think I've become more aware of this because we're in a new place and there's so much newness to take in. And on one of those occasions when I found myself standing in front of the directory and I saw the words, you are here. It inspired something inside of me that said, it's okay to be right here, to be comfortable in this very moment, that there's no rush to get to the next thing or the next place, or the next task, to just celebrate this moment, this place. 
You know, the world teaches us to be driven to quickness, to keep moving. We're not inclined to stand still. And even Walt Disney gets this. The reason for the way the lines are constructed at Disneyland is to keep people moving. In general, people are more comfortable moving than standing still. But when we are focused on moving, creating for ourselves a busyness of life, the enriching moment of the present is missed or lost. A Vietnamese monk and peace activist, Thich Nhat Hanh, said that life is available only in the present moment. Life is available only in the present moment. Now that's inspired. There is great power and freedom living in the moment. Gandhi said, there is more to life than increasing its speed. (laughs) Yes, true that. This is where we are supposed to be in this very moment. The present is the true gift of life. There was a man named Benjamin Mays, who was an African-American Baptist minister and civil rights leader. Martin Luther King described Mays as his spiritual mentor. Well, Mays wrote a poem, and it's called, Life is Just a Minute. It goes like this. I have only just a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me. Can't refuse it. Didn't seek it. Didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. Suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute. But eternity is in it. I love that. I think these words so beautifully represent the gift of time, the gift of the present, one minute at a time. But for sure, this one minute at a time is countercultural to today's speed and activity conquer all mindset. So perhaps today's spot of time will serve to bring the fullness of ourselves to standing in this moment, looking up at the stars, enjoying who and what's around you in the moment, without the distraction of what's next on the list of things to do. You know, I think about the many conversations I've had with people while thinking about my to-do list. There's a, a lack of true presence, 
almost cheating the encounter with that person. When we're moving at such a fast pace, there's no time to do the things that are truly meaningful, the things that ground us, that give us a sure foundation on which to make good decisions. And as I worked through this reflection, I realized that the paradox of busyness has a direct correlation to our spiritual life. I can't help but think about the biblical story of Mary and Martha. In the story, Martha is so busy preparing and cooking and doing chores while Jesus is visiting their home. Meanwhile, her sister Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him, talking to him, completely undistracted, just being present in his presence. Now, all the things that Martha was doing were good things. I mean, isn't that how real life is? We get caught up and busy doing good things, worthwhile things, getting the laundry done, cleaning our house, helping the kids with homework, planning meals, taking care of our spouses, our own self-care, even volunteering and doing church ministry work. These are all good things. But we tend to stack activity upon activity in both our work and our home lives until we are busy beyond our true capacity. Now back to the story of Mary and Martha. Martha complains to Jesus that Mary isn't helping, that she isn't busying herself. And I'm sure she thought, Jesus would empathize with her and encourage Mary to help out. But that's not how the conversation goes. First of all, Jesus responds by saying her name, not once, but twice. Like almost for emphasis, to shake her, to get her attention. And he says, Martha, Martha. And then he says, you are worried and distracted by many things. Can you hear Jesus saying this? Not only to Martha, but to you. I definitely can. And you know it. (laughs) Yes, I have complained about my ministry co-workers who would take their good old time chatting it up with others and moving slowly through their assignments and tasks. And no doubt, Jesus has said to me, Kim, Kim, you are worried and distracted by many things. This is the story of my life. How about yours? 
But then Jesus says to Martha that Mary has chosen the better part. Mary who has chosen to be still, to be in the moment, to be present. Jesus says, this is the better part. Choosing the better part. Choosing to be still and taking in each moment. Choosing to take time to truly listen to others, to spend time with others, to take in the beauty of creation. This, in fact, may grow us into becoming better people. You see, God invites us to go deeper into ourselves, to look at and reflect on who and what we are right where we are. The Spirit is at work in each moment of our lives. The Spirit of the Lord is never static. And if the Spirit is at work within us, as we are plowing through each of those moments, we might miss the lesson, the teaching, the encounter with God in those moments. I heard a long time ago that busy is an acronym for being under Satan's yoke. Ick. Every time I hear this or think about this, I remember all the times I have said, I'm so busy. I don't want to be under Satan's yoke. And I really do want to choose the better part. So why is this important? Why should you care about having a busy life? Well, one of my favorite sayings is, you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. And rushing through our days, focused on checking off our to-dos, whether at work or at home or somewhere in between, we miss those precious moments of stillness of rest and peace with the Lord and those quality moments with those we love. And as those missed moments become a pattern of a busy life, we end up feeling empty, especially in the matters of the heart and soul. Just depleted. I know. I've been there on more than one occasion. This is important because before we can go out and do whatever it is God is asking you to do for others, we have to do it for ourselves. We can only love our neighbor as we love ourselves. 
I can only empower hope and healing as I empower it in myself. This is the work that the Holy Spirit guides us to do. Now, on the other hand, someone else is guiding us, the evil spirit. There's a a story or a fable that Satan once had a gathering of all his workers, all the young devils. And the conference was about how they could get believers to fall and to fail. And Satan said, all we have to do is convince them that they have more time. And isn't that the truth? We all assume that we will wake up tomorrow and all the tomorrows after that. That's the lie Satan wants you to believe. Now for sure, living in the moment, being present and taking time out to smell the roses, as they say, and look at the stars and sit at the feet of Jesus and be in his presence. Those are not easy things to do, easy choices to make. With today's technology advances allowing us to have what we want when we want it has created this sense of needing to move faster and faster through our daily lives. Now, because of my fast-paced approach to life, I found that I was jumping into one project and before finishing it, looking ahead to the next project and completely missing out on the actual fun and celebration of the work and the accomplishment of each aspect of any given project. And sometime in 2022, I began to realize that I was just going through the motions of life. And I wasn't really present in any moment. And as such, I realized I missed so much. I missed being truly present with my family. I was always working or on the phone emailing people or texting. I missed just hanging out with friends. I was missing out on the beauty and the goodness of life. Well, every new year, instead of making a resolution, which (laughs) I have never kept, (laughs) instead, I choose a word. I've been doing this for about five years now. And the word is usually something that represents what I believe the Spirit is guiding me to focus on in my life. Well, last November, I decided my word was presence. I wanted to live with presence, to be fully conscious 
of how I lived every single day of my life. I didn't want to sleepwalk through life anymore, just mindlessly walking through my life. I wanted to live consciously, aware that every breath I breathe is a gift of the Spirit, that it's not to be taken for granted. And I have to admit that even for workaholics like myself, Living and working at full tilt is no fun. And I would argue that it really is an unsustainable mode of living. Stuff gets done, but at what cost? I mean, was I thoughtful enough in my encounters with others? Was I as kind as I needed to be, as empathetic as I should have been, as loving as I could have been? And so as I enter 2023 seeking presence, in February, my family and I took our long-awaited 15-day cruise to Hawaii. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Cruising is our favorite way to vacation because we can truly unplug. But we never had taken a cruise for this long. And most of the time was spent cruising at sea. And it was during this time when the Holy Spirit illuminated my understanding of presence. As I intentionally slowed down and did not get caught up in planning every minute of every day, because I do that. (laughs) When we're on vacation, I usually put a schedule together, a list of to-dos. I have a need to be busy, to keep moving. But why? How about you? Can you take a day and just be still? I think because of my desire for presence in my life, I intentionally took time to be still. I took time to look at the ocean. I took time to delight in watching dolphins play in their playground. I took time to be with my family, just being with them, sitting with them, listening, sharing, laughing, just being together. I took time to read, to pray, to write. All these things that are so important to me. And as I reflect back, I can say that if I took my last breath on any of those days, I could say that the day was full of joy and love. And in those sweet spots of time, I gave myself permission to truly 
relax, to rest, and to be still. And I was able to tune in to my thoughts with greater clarity. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't have goals and aspirations for tomorrow or for the future. What it means is that I can see the value of giving up the need to control and fill up all the minutes of my life. Well, I was keenly aware that the Holy Spirit was working on me, heart, mind, and soul. I came back a different person. My spirit was renewed and refreshed. I noticed that my level of gratitude had increased. My relationships with myself, my family, my friends, and God were better, more elevated, sincere, and authentic. And I understood that I needed this fullness. And this was how I wanted to live out the rest of my years. You are here. There is power in the present. And I think the key to presence is a slower-paced life, a balanced life for sure, a life lived with intention and not just on go, go, go mode. I want to live a life where there is time for real presence, to enjoy and experience what is truly most substantial and precious in my life. With our recent move, God has gifted me with the opportunity to slow down. But it wasn't an easy transition. (laughs) At first, I tried to fill my days with busyness, creating to-do lists. I took on a new job. I worked tirelessly getting our home in order. And slowly, a little over time, I felt out of sorts, even a little depressed. And one day as I sat outside on our front patio, God reminded me of the gift of presence, choosing the better part. And let me tell you, there is a richness and an abundance that comes with a balanced life, a life of presence. I have experienced significant quality of life improvements. My blood pressure is down. I don't feel stressed out. And my days are full because I intentionally choose what I need or want to do. And I don't have to get it all done. I'm okay with that. I make time to pray, to just sit and hang out with God. I make time to read. 
I make time to spend with my husband. I make time to hang out and chill with my daughter. I feel an overall sense of calmness, stillness, gratefulness, and wholeness. And honestly, I truly believe that these are the riches that are helping me to empower hope and healing within myself and for others as I prayerfully prepare each episode. I'm not perfect, and I often fall into my old ways of busyness. But I will say that my awareness is heightened. I can feel almost immediately the tenseness, the anxiety, and the stress that comes with pushing myself beyond capacity. When I forge ahead without prayer, without the necessary spots of time to process, to be nourished, or to seek refuge of peace, before I go out to empower, it just feels unfulfilling. And so I try to remind myself every day that when I practice presence, it always brings forth opportunities to grow in my relationships with others, with God, with myself. And I can testify that when I practice presence, I am better equipped, blessed, and anointed to live out my mission and my purpose. What about you? Perhaps today you can take a few spots of time and acknowledge the better part. To be still, to slow down, to look up, to look around, to look within. And if you're not even sure how to slow down, how to take spots of time without thinking about all that needs to be done, I get it. It's not an easy transition. And so I've included two of my favorite slow down activities in our show notes. T.S. Eliot wrote, there is a lifetime burning in every moment. I love this. There is a lifetime burning in every moment. And so I hope that all of us will embrace the goodness of the lifetime burning in this very moment and give thanks to God. I pray that we might be aware of the gift of this precious life, the gift of your every breath, and give thanks to God. You know, God is always present. 
And when our lives are out of control, busy looking for where we want or need to be or do, getting to the next big thing on our to-do list, we most likely will miss God's presence. I heard once that when we get to heaven, we will feel and know all the moments of grace we missed, as well as the moments of grace we stepped into and enjoyed. I hope and pray that the moments of grace I embraced will outnumber the moments of grace I missed. There is power in the present. Don't miss the grace God has planned for you in this very moment. You are here. Amen. This is the Spots of Time podcast, which is produced and hosted by me, Kim Scott. I invite you to go to our website, spotsoftime.net, and leave a comment about today's episode. What resonated? Did you hear anything that inspired you? And if we have inspired you today, you can support our work and help us continue producing this podcast by hitting the donate button on our website. You can listen to Spots of Time for free on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and invite your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Spots of Time Podcast. Production support, website development, and social media management by Alexis Jones. Our music, entitled Spots of Time, was written by Michael Upward. Until next time, empower hope and healing.